Hi everyone and welcome to my podcast. Today I have a very special guest who is a children's book author. Welcome to my podcast, Daniel Williamson. Hello. Hello. Hi. Thank you for being on my podcast today. Uh, you're very welcome. Thanks for having me. <laughs> you're welcome. Right. So, can you begin by telling my listeners a little bit about you and what you do? Uh, yeah, sure. So, I'm a children's uh, picture book author. Um, I started self-publishing in December 19, and I started with a bilingual picture book series. Um, because I saw a niche in the market. Um, a friend of mine said she couldn't find a, a book about learning Italian. And I just had a bit of a light bulb moment. I did some research, couldn't see any um, bilingual picture books that were endearing to children. So I just decided to write one and, and write it into a story and make all the books in two languages. I started in, in December with six languages, which were the most uh, popular European languages. And then in February this year, I uh, developed that further into four more languages. I went for Hindi, Russian, Arabic, and Chinese Mandarin on top. And then I reverse translated um, half the series to be, look at me, I'm learning English. So um, that grew quite quick. And then from there, um, I've also written two new books, which are rhyming picture books called The Bee That Made Jam and T-Rex Twins, The Brothers With Arms. So I've been very busy in uh, the first uh, nine months of my self-publishing journey. Right, okay. So what inspired you to become a children's book author? Um, okay, so I've always been uh, quite creative. Um, I've always loved writing stories and creating characters. But I think when you become an adult, you can, that, that kind of that sort of thing can kind of get a bit lost by the wayside when you start, you know, getting a job and you know having children and stuff um mm -hmm. so but when my daughter was born when i was 35 uh, almost six years ago um i i just decided that i needed just before she was born i decided i needed something else i wanted and i wanted to get back into doing something creative i tried uh, script writing for a bit which i liked but i just felt that um the picture books was was a better way to go and i could uh, write a lot more of them in quicker succession than i could uh, script but still be creative and you know have something that i'm proud of and something that she could be proud of as well you know so um that's kind of where it sort of began and uh, I, I had my mum was a, a, a nursery uh, manager at nursery uh, Montessori nursery at the time so I had a great focus group and uh, she would read my stories to the children and I'd get very you know honest <laughs> responses whether they like or not. and um, yeah that was it really so that's that's how it all began wow okay that's really interesting it's interesting to see how um like the whole childcare sort of aspect mm. kind of started with your mum and then obviously now with you so it's kind of nice to see that kind of you know carrying yeah, on yeah totally <laughs> right okay so what were your favorite books growing up as uh, a child <laughs> okay so the my the, the the one picture book that i remember that stands out is called um not now bernard and it's such a simple book it's by david mckee and it's literally just a little boy who goes to talk to his parents and because there's a monster 
um, and he says, he tells his mum and she says, not now, Bernard. And he goes to his dad and he says, not now, Bernard. And the monster ends up eating him and sort of taking over his role in the house. <laughs> and then, the parents don't pay much attention to this little boy. So they just don't really realise that he's gone and the monster's replaced him and they're bringing, the, bringing his dinner to the monster and things like that. It's uh, still a very popular book today, actually. And a lot of uh, people my age remember it. <laughs> wow wow i actually haven't heard that one but that would be a good one to read to the kids yeah it's really simple there's not a lot of text in it at all it's like two lines per page um but it is a really good one and then after that obviously Roald Dahl he just like changed the game didn't he so i i, I, I basically yeah. bought and read every single Roald Dahl book once i got a little bit older um yeah massive Roald Dahl fan for sure definitely i agree with that one i'm i'm a big fan mm-hmm. myself <laughs> Right, okay, so can you tell me about your book? About my book? Um, which one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the bilingual series, so I'll, I'll talk about the others. So um, after that series, um, the first one I wrote was called The Bee That Made Jam. And I honestly don't know where this idea came from. It just hit me like a lightning bolt, really. Um, but I just thought, well, you know, obviously bees always make honey. What about if there's a bee that just wants to do something different and doesn't want to make honey and wants to do his own thing? So I uh, I just came up with that concept and I managed to write the book very, very quickly, actually. And um, yeah, it's just I think it's really nice to have a message uh, behind your books. And, you know, obviously the message in this one is that you don't have to be like everybody else. And if you've got an idea about um, doing your own thing, then you should go for it, really. And I, I was man- able to build some great characters around that then um, as well, because there's obviously the two main characters who make the jam, but then there's Worker B1, which is like the general in the hive. He's the enforcer. Um, and he ends up taking the two main characters to the queen once once they find out that these bees have been making jam. And Queen B is, is a very great character as well to work with. So I really, really enjoyed um, working on that book and then the next one is um, called T-Rex Twins the Brothers with Arms and this one's just basically about um, if you look different or if you're unique um, you know and you're being teased or other children won't play with you then don't worry about it because obviously in this book T-Rex, T-Rexes are always born with tiny little claws but these T-Rex twins are born with very super long arms and what happens to them is in their sort of darkest hour they uh get upset um, but then they comfort each other by inventing the world's first hug and from that moment on the the story takes a different path and um, they find lots of problems that can only be solved by dinosaurs with super long arms and they start hugging the other dinosaurs and work it out and uh, (laughs) by the end of the story they're they're, they're very popular indeed so I really felt quite a warm glow reading back over that one when it was finished as well. Oh, that one sounds really, really good. I like that one. (laughs) Right. Okay. So, um, what hobbies, if any, did you take up during the lockdown? Um, I started running more. um, I was staying with um, I was staying with my mum. She had like an Airbnb apartment next to her house, so I was able to sort of be there but not be too close. You know, have my own space. And I would sort of go running with my sister, like, you know, 10 metres apart or so. We would run up mm-hmm. 
to the like top of top of a cliff and, and back down again. Um, so yeah, I started doing that. But I actually used the time to be more creative as well. That's when I wrote um, the T Rex Twins and uh, another story, uh, which I can't tell you about yet because it's not coming out until uh, probably early next year. But I was able to sort of uh, just enjoy that time. Really, you know, it was nice weather. I was down on the Isle of Wight. And um, yeah, yeah, obviously there's a lot of negatives about that time where everyone's off work and worried about the virus and stuff. But I think you can take positives out of it as well. And like you say, you know, take up a new hobby or, you know, just use that time to be creative, which is what I tried to do as best as I could, really. Wow. Wow. It sounds like you really did use that time wisely. Yeah, hopefully. (laughs) (laughs) I damaged some tendons, but apart from that, I think it was a... Yeah, yeah, bit of a success. <laughs> right, okay. And so, how has life been, or has life changed in any way since the pandemic? Um, well, yeah, that's it. I suppose. Um, you know what I've said, really, just you know, a lot more time to to write books and learn more about marketing them, and uh, reach out and connect with other authors. I've been doing other interviews on radio shows and things like that. So. Yeah, just, just hmm. using the time as productively as possible. Obviously, everything's changed now. Um, but I think, you know, not just me, in a way that it's, it's given a lot of people time to reflect and time to be more creative. I'm sure during this period, there's been a lot of songs written. There's been a lot of art painted um, and that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, it's it, in a way, it's nice that we're going to have this sort of creative flurry of, um, you know, inspired um art coming out of um you know the first half of uh, 2020 i think Mm -hmm, definitely definitely right okay and so what is the importance of reading during childhood uh oh well obviously it's massively important the better you're reading Mm -hmm. the uh, more likely you are to uh to be able to advance through school etc um obviously i'm a big advocate of um learning another language as well because of my bilingual picture book series look at me I'm learning um I think if you can learn another language as well that gives you a fantastic head start in life and opens a lot of doors um yeah so you know you can't (laughs) you can't really say that there's no advantages to to developing your reading and obviously like I read a lot of books on uh, self-development entrepreneurship mindset things like that and I think all of those tie in with helping me sort of progress um not just as an author but as a person as well you know definitely yeah i totally agree with that okay and so what makes your story unique um well if we're talking about the bee that made jam um i don't think anyone's (laughs) ever written a story about a bee that makes jam for one um but not just the concept is unique i think um it's a great message which isn't in a lot of books but also, obviously, the characters are unique as well. You know, that's mm-hmm. that's a big thing that I always want to achieve with each book. And the same with the T-Rex twins. Um, they're unique characters. It's a unique problem um, that I don't believe anyone's really dealt with before. Um, and, it, and it delivers a unique message. So I think if you've, if you've got sort of those three aspects in a book, you should be onto a winner as long as you've got, you know, a good artist and you, and you convey the message well. Um, get those important messages across and I think they resonate better with parents and children as well to be honest Mm -hmm. okay 
Okay, and so can you read for us a section of your book, oh, please? Oh, yes. I didn't know you was going to say that. Hang on. <laughs> I thought I'll surprise <laughs> you there. Hang on. I'm going to open the book now. Right. Oh, my, oh my goodness. You should have given me some warning about that one. Enjoy. Right. Okay. Um, yeah, I just found one. Okay. So, um, do you want it from the start to the finish or... Do you anywhere no no just give me like a little just a little snippet okay 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 i'll go into the t-rex twins book um Ooh, from the start because okay. i think the start is the best part to be honest okay. <laughs> so t-rex eggs were always big but this one was enormous round just like the belly of a mummy stegosaurus the dinosaurs had never seen a giant golden egg no speckles, spots, or polka dots. It had glittery sparkles instead. The T-Rex mum and T-Rex dad would guard it back to back, then triffle, riffle, crickle, crunch. The egg began to crack. Out popped one head, cute as can be, a beautiful baby blue, then bits of shell flew into the air, and out popped another one too. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> that's so amazing that's really good a little good. teaser <laughs> <laughs> that's really good wow thank oh, you for welcome. that okay and so what can your readers look forward from you in the future okay so um i've tried to uh after getting those two books out i've sort of thought well what's coming up right so um obviously halloween's coming up and i actually already had a story which is about a witch um so i so I, I spoke to my artist and I said, look, you know, because he can actually be very, very quick. He's very good and he can be very, very quick at doing the, the artwork. I said to him, look, what's the chances of us do, uh, starting and finishing a book and getting it uploaded and everything within four weeks? And he said, it's, it's, you know, it's a bit close, but we can, let's go for it. I said, OK. And we decided to uh, design the cover art first so that I can send that to my cover designer so that he can then work on the story while she's designing the cover to save time. So it's a bit of a race, but we've decided to go for it. So I'm hoping that um, I'm going to have a sort of Halloween. Obviously, it's a Halloween themed book if it's about a witch that's coming out in uh, mid-October. Um, and then I thought, well, what's after Halloween? Obviously, it's Christmas. And I thought, you know what? I haven't got a Christmas story, but I've come up with a fantastic, really original idea that I'm ab absolutely sure no one's ever done about elves. Um, so I've already sort of written the first draft of that, and that's going to be the next story. And it's going to be a similar situation after the after the witch book comes out. It's going to be right. Come on, let's go straight into the next one. I want this one to be sort of ready for uh, at the latest the beginning of December you know so yeah I'm just mm -hmm. keep going and going and writing more stories and getting them published and um, you know I've already got a fantastic other story as well that's been sitting there waiting for about a year um, written and ready uh, that I've wanted to publish but it just kept, keeps getting pushed back because of other other projects which are sort of uh, coming to the surface and just a bit more mm -hmm. um, important at that time um, but basically yeah I've got the next three books ready to go before the end of the year Hope, well they will all be published before the end of the year which means that I'll actually get to 20 books published 
football in year one, which is a massive feat and something I'm very proud of. And, you know, I just never would have thought when I started that I would have had 20 books published and on Amazon um, all in year one, you know. So, yeah, I'm quite excited about that and also about what's coming next year, to be honest. Wow, amazing. You're excited. I'm super excited. I can't wait. Cheers, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> and any words of wisdom for our little listeners? Um, well, yeah, I mean, in terms of picture books, I think just grab as many as you possibly can and read as many as you possibly can because they're all so different, you know, and they have different messages behind them. Um and to be honest, when I sit and read picture books with my daughter, I like to read them to her first um, a couple of times. And if it's one she particularly likes, she wants to then read it to me, you know. So you know, I'd say to, to the children, you know, take that book off mummy or daddy and, and you tell them you want to read it, you know. <laughs> and uh, you have to try, though, not to remember the story you have to read the story you have to look at the words and read the story you know because my daughter's uh, guilty of that she will um remember us she's got a fantastic memory and she'll try and just repeat what she's remembered of the story and i say to no read it follow my finger and you know (laughs) this word then this word um but yeah just read as many many books as possible really you know there's so many out there so just get your hands on them and uh uh, yeah, get down to it. <laughs> Brilliant. Great yeah. advice. Okay, and so where can my listeners find your book and books? Um, so, they're, yeah, they're all on uh, Amazon. Um, Amazon in England, America, Canada, Australia, Japan, India, Brazil. Um, and they're also on uh, the Barnes & Noble website as well. So you can just type the titles in, either The Bee That Made Jam, T-Rex Twins, or any of my language books, which are, look at me, I'm learning French, German, Spanish, whichever language you're interested in, really. So, yeah, they're quite easy to find. Or you can always uh, contact me, Daniel Williamson, at my uh, website, danielwilliamson.co.uk, or find me on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, and my uh my uh, tag is the same on all of those it's uh, Dan W author wow thank you and thank you so much for taking the time to speak to me today you're very welcome thanks for having me that's okay you're welcome right and I wish you all the best in the future with your amazing books which I cannot wait to read thank you (laughs) you're welcome I'll speak to you soon then yeah All right then thank you Bye. bye